Yo, what's going on? Episode two of Succeed as a Young Man podcast with your host, Petro. Really excited about this episode today. We're going to talk about your health and how your health is going to help you become a successful young man in this crazy ass fucking society. Let's just fucking start. Let's get it going. So in my first podcast, my first episode, I was talking about all the fucking cards that we have stacked against us from our health, from the politics, from our teachings, from our family, our mentors, everything around us is making it real hard for us to be successful. But one thing that you can start, excuse me, getting into order is your health. The reason why your health is super important as a boy becoming a man, as a young man becoming um, an elder is your health. The reason why is because you have to have some kind of structure. You have to have some kind of mental clarity. The reason why we have so much confusion as a young man is because we don't have enough stability. When you skip too many meals, when you eat too many junk, too much junk food, when you're too fat and have too much body weight, when you don't have enough strength, when you don't have enough endurance, when you don't take care of your care of your health and the responsibilities accordingly, it's really fucking hard to then pursue what your objective and your purpose is as a young man. As a young man, my dad was working hard as fuck here in America. He was late thirties, he was crushing it, trying to get my family over from my family, including me over from Ukraine to here. He was grinding. I talked to him a couple months ago and he's like, Petro, you got to fucking grind endlessly at that age. Because when you get older, he's 60 now and you won't have the energy. But how come all of our fucking young men nowadays don't have that energy? How come all of our fucking young men, when I was fucking young, I had no fucking energy. I had no fucking purpose. I had no fucking desire to grind. Literally, I remember just being baffled at the fact that my dad was working so hard. I just couldn't fucking do it. I was eating too much junk food, too many fried shit. I wasn't going to the gym. I didn't have a good sleep schedule. My mental health because of my terrible body health was fucking trash. As a young man, you gotta have your health in order. So let's talk about a few steps. Number one for me is my sleep. We got this culture in our society that just wants to fucking grind, wants to fucking have a coffee every single fucking morning. As soon as you wake up, wake up at 3.30 in the morning and just fucking start grinding with four hours of sleep. I'm not about that. I'm about taking care of your body, taking care of your mind through proper fucking sleep. The studies show that you need about eight hours, give or take, with sleep. A lot of sleep doctors say it's just impossible for you to not have any impairments if you have less than six hours of sleep. But we live in this culture that glorifies this fucking thing. We have a culture that's like, you gotta fucking make money. Doesn't matter what it takes. Doesn't matter how bad your health is. And that's why my dad 
at the age of 60 has such bad health because he came to America also not having a mentor and he just fucking grinded. My mom would tell me stories that on Sunday, he literally would skip Sunday sleep because he just wanted to start fucking work early on that Monday. And he had to do what he had to do, but it took life, years of life away from his health, from his fucking life. And that's fucked up. Here's a couple ways you can start sleeping better. Number one, you gotta start removing the fucking lights at night away from your fucking eyes. Remove the blue light from your phone. You can go on YouTube, on Google, and just look up how to add a red light filter to your phone. It's somewhere at your accessible settings. I just did it the other day, because before then I was just using blue light blocking glasses. So you have two options. If you do go on your phone, when at night, you can add the filter that adds red light filter to your screen, or you can invest, what I have is blue light blocking glasses. Make sure when you do buy blue light blocking glasses from like raw optic, optics, that it's uh, fully red at night because the ones that are labeled blue light blocking but are clear from like your normal, um, from like, you know, Amazon or whatever, that only blocks 15%. And the reason why you wanna remove blue light block, blue light before you go to bed is because blue light is really important for your health. The blue light gives you alertness. So you need that in the middle of the day. You need that during the day because otherwise you wouldn't be able to function. But it's the opposite when you go to sleep. You need to have your hormones in order. You need to start winding down. And when you tell your body through your eyes that you have blue light, it's pretty much telling you that it's midday and it's time to fucking work. So it's harder for your body to produce melatonin. That's why melatonin is such a uh, popular supplement in the supplement industry to use for sleep is because your body stops producing it at the correct times because of blue light. So cut the blue light shit, put a candle on, cut the lights out. If you can't, like I'm always active, so I just remove uh, the blue light through my, uh, my glasses. Uh, speaking about light, another really good thing to start doing is watching the morning sunlight. You can watch Andrew Huberman's YouTube podcast for this on the effects of light. There's so many effects to light. It's crazy. But one thing that's been helping me a lot is when I wake up, trying to get the first like 15 minutes of sunrise light, um, trying to get any of the light within the first hour of the sunrise, and it's gonna get your brain programmed to understand what your circadian rhythm is. Your circadian rhythm is your body's natural rhythm that your body has evolved with the sun. So light's super important for you. Uh, a couple other things when it comes to sleep is make sure that you know, we love caffeine in our culture, but make sure that you're not using caffeine more than six hours, um, any sooner than six hours before bedtime. For me, I stop around eight or nine hours. So if my bedtime is around nine, which I usually go to bed, I stop having caffeine about one to 12. I just notice that it affects me. Some people it affects differently, but the half-life of caffeine is about six hours. So I try to keep it really away from my bedtime. That's why you see a lot of people going to the gym, having pre-workouts late at night, 
and then they don't see fucking progress because you don't make progress in the gym. You make progress when you rest. So if you're a young man trying to get in the best fucking shape of your life, you can't, you can't build muscle if you don't have proper sleep. Another tip for proper sleep is temperature. Me personally, I'm a big cold sleeper. I like going to bed at about like 68 degrees and I've seen some studies that said that's a, um, at the range of like 66 to 69 is where uh, your body has a comfortable sleep temperature. Um, one other thing about light that I just remember that I try to do every night is put the blinds or the curtains up because the street lights also bug your sleep. Um, but when it comes to cold, I put on my, I put on uh, usually throughout the day if I'm working from home because I work from home, I have my temperature higher than that because I don't want to be cold. But at night, it's really good for your body to have a little bit of cold. It's going to regulate your body temperature to rest. Um, another thing is your diet. Make sure that you're not drinking too much water before bed. Cut the water out an hour or two before bed. Cut the food out an hour or two before bed because it takes a while for your body to digest those things. And getting up in the middle of the night and urinating and using the bathroom, excuse me, makes it hard for you to go back to sleep. And if you do, if you do get up and it's a hard time for you because you have a small bladder or whatever, a really simple thing that I started doing is having like um, a teaspoon or two of some sea salt and that helps with you not urinating at the middle of the night. <clears throat> so quit the food, quit the water an hour or two before night. Um, also just try to find a good routine. Your body loves patterns. Try not to lay in your bed during the day. Try to keep the, the pattern of your body thinking that the only reason why you're laying in bed is to go to sleep. Don't lay in your bed to scroll because you're tired. Use that on the couch, like go on the floor, whatever. You gotta have a routine. Make whatever routine you want, but keep that routine going and that's how you're gonna wind down because it's the hardest time for people, it's the hardest thing for people to wind down on, wind down on time. Um, there's so many other ways that you can work with, with sleep, but I've noticed that light is probably the biggest thing for me. There's other supplements you can take, but that's kind of the cherry on top. <clears throat> the next thing for health for me would be nutrition. My pillars of nutrition is first water. Gotta have clean fucking water. We live in a society where all our fucking water is polluted. The Poland Spring, the Dasani, all this fucking bullshit water you're drinking is as good as tap water. You're just paying for the fucking bottle and for them to fucking make some profit. If you actually do the tests on the water, they have as many fucking, um, as much fucking shit in it in those Poland Spring Dasani's plastic bottles as the tap water, except you're also fucking getting some fucking leech from the plastic in, in your body from the water. So if you're really about getting to your highest level as a young man, invest in a water filter, invest in a real one. Like that fucking British shit is bullshit. You can invest in a cheap one, a cheaper one, like a Berkey, that's a, maybe a few hundred dollars. But if you're really into a long-term water, um, 
uh, uh, solution. I personally use Pristine Hydro, and that's worked really well for me. It's a seven system water filter. It's about 900 bucks. You connect it directly to your sink, and you get, it removes all the metals, all the salts from the water, <clears throat> and it adds magnesium and other ions to it. So that way it's hydrating your body because there's different levels of quality water. The first thing for a high quality water is to remove all the toxins and metals from it. Then putting some life back into the water because you need some kind of minerals. All the water that you have on the shelf, by the time you drink it, it's pretty much dead. The reason why you can label our ancestors as being healthier in a sense is because they drank like spring water. Now, unfortunately, all our fucking spring water is also fucking polluted. So water is super important. If you're drinking high quality water, make sure to drink half, uh, about half your body weight in ounces. So I'm about like 280 right now. I need about 140 ounces of water. Space that out throughout your day. And another thing you can do is add back a little bit of salt, but add back a little bit of either pig Himalayan sea salt or a high quality Celtic salt. And that's gonna give you some, uh, some minerals back into your water. That's gonna hydrate you correctly as well. Um, coming back now to nutrition, we got food. As a young man, the most important thing with your nutrition is protein. If you're trying to get some motherfucking gains out here, trying to get brolic, trying to be strong, you gotta have protein. You see these people that have no muscles because they're eating fucking fast food. A fucking Big Mac has like, what, 15 grams of protein, maybe 20. Let's say you have three of those as meals. It's like 60, maybe at most 80 grams. The average fucking male is maybe, what, 180, 200, whatever. It's just not enough protein. If you're a physical dude living, living a life to get jacked, you need at least 0.8 grams of protein per body weight up towards a gram if you're really trying to get it, or if you're dieting. If you're just living a decent life and just looking just to maintain muscle mass, you can do with 0.6 grams to 0.7 grams um, per pound of body weight. Um, then you can go into different, uh, different things with your nutrition, like your macros. Um, I've always used about half my body weight uh, per gram. So if I'm 280, I do about 140 grams of fat, I do 280 grams of protein, and then I fill the rest with carbs. Depending on your goals, depending on if you're an endurance athlete, depending if you're trying to cut weight, you can do different measures. Um, then there's also quality of food. The upper echelon of quality food is organic food, local farmed organic food. The reason why is because it doesn't have a bunch of fucking pesticides People want you to believe these scientific fucking heads want you to believe there's no difference. But just look at all these fucking, look at our society, dude. Our society just eats fucking whatever is in front of them and they're fucking sick. You can look at a bunch of studies that show how food that's not organically locally farmed is pretty much dead. Um, uh, uh, mainly produ produced like cow, uh, uh, commercially produced, that steak, that meat, has a lot less nutrition than a locally farmed one. Especially if that cow is eating like corn or whatever else the fuck they're feeding them. 
instead of what they're supposed to be eating is grass. So if you're getting high quality meats, make sure it's, um, it's cage free, make sure it's grass fed, make sure it's local. Now, if you can't afford that currently, just try your best. Even Walmart nowadays has organic food. The top organic meat would be organic, um, would be uh, grass fed and grass finished because you can still has, have a cow that eats grass, but then they finish it just to fatten it up with some corn or whatever. Um, so quality fucking matters. Um, whatever you put in your body is gonna be what's in your fucking mind. Meal timing matters. Make sure you're fucking eating a um, few meals a day. Right now I'm on a big fast because I'm trying to cut down a bunch of weight, but usually I do breakfast, lunch, dinner. I try to fuel my body throughout the day with some snacks if I need to. Uh, we got nutrition, we got sleep. Movement. Movement would be my third pillar of my health in terms of my physical health. Um, movement for me has changed my life. I got into powerlifting and bodybuilding when I was 15 years old. And that changed the direction of my life because that made me fucking strong from a fucking pussy ass wimp to someone who can fucking feel good about his strength. To feel good about fucking lifting something. Fucking feel good about if my mom needs help picking something up, my fucking back won't hurt. As a man, you have certain characteristics and that's fucking strength. A woman that takes care of her body, you call her beautiful. A man that takes care of his body, you call him strong. There's so many things to movement. I'm a movement coach. I'm a personal trainer. So movement to me is amazing. I've been through different practices in my movement styles. I've done yoga. I've done powerlifting. I've done bodybuilding. I've done endurance training. I've done basketball training. I've done rehab, rehabilitation training. I've done um, more fancier shit like kettlebells and animal flow and uh, spirals, all this once you get really into movement, there's so much more fun you can have. But the simplest thing with movement is just finding a little bit of balance. Doing, doing enough cardio, which could be just two days out of the week, and doing two or three days of strength training out th uh, throughout the week. You can find simple programs online. You can go on my website or my Instagram bio to, uh, to check out some workout programs or just simply go to the fucking gym. It really doesn't matter what the fuck you do as long as you're doing something. Eventually, you're gonna wanna do more. When you're a rookie, when you're a beginner, anything fucking works. Um, you just have to make sure you find a good enough balance of, as a man, you gotta be flexible, you gotta be strong, you gotta have endurance. A lot of men, all they wanna do is just bodybuild. And so they look fucking great, but they can't fucking run without fucking breathing heavy. They look fucking great, but they get, always get injured. They pull their backs doing some dumb shit. As a man, your best ability is your availability. Your best ability is your availability. Gotta be available forever is in your fucking way. So movement has a lot to do with a strong man. My next pillar for health, for mental health, would be your direction, your goal. What makes you happy? What is your purpose? As a man, in our society, we have so many like, oh, I wanna be an entrepreneur. Oh, I wanna be um, a millionaire. I wanna have my own business. 
all those things are great, but your purpose is what's in front of you. Your purpose is exactly what's in front of you. It's no cute shit. All this fucking I want to be entrepreneurship is great, but if you can't make your fucking bed and brush your teeth and go to the fucking gym and do a nine to five job before you become an entrepreneur, then as soon as you become an entrepreneur, you'll be broker than you fucking were. So find out what your purpose is, find out what your calling is, but in the meantime, do what you gotta do so that way when those doors open, you're fucking there for it. My last pillar of health that I've recently been really getting into is my connection with God. As a man, the reason why I chose to get back into my religion as a Christian, as a Catholic, Christian Orthodox, still work it out. My family's Christian Orthodox, they're Ukrainian, um, but I was also baptized as a Catholic, so working it out. But the biggest thing that I've, the reason why I came back to Christianity and Jesus is because the traditional values all coincide with what a strong man was. They all coincide with what you need to do. Men sacrifice. Men commit. Men persist. So your connection with the universe, with God, it makes it easier for you to fulfill your purpose. Everyone's purpose in some kind of way should be to help others. Now the route you do that, like my brother's a carpenter, he's helping people accomplish their dreams through helping them with carpenting on their house, on their projects. I do it with personal training. Others do it with real estate. Whatever the case is, find your purpose and do the hard work because the hard work has to be done. So those are my five pillars of, of health, of mental health, of physical health. You can add relationships to that. As a man, you need to have healthy relationships. As a man, you need to have a connection with your wife. You need to have a deep understanding of what you want to do. You, when do you want a wife? When do you want kids? Just fucking get it done. Most of us in our society just wait till we're fucking 40 to get married, to have kids. Our parents didn't fucking think about that shit. If you want to leave a legacy, have fucking children, have a fucking wife when you're young, and then fucking figure it out. Just how we fucking do it. So hopefully this episode gave you some wisdom on health. Got any questions? Just message me. On to the next one. Peace the fuck out. Yo, what's going on? Episode three of Succeed as a Young Man podcast with your host Petro. What's going on today? Banging out these episodes because I'm on fucking fire and I want to fucking change the world and help the fucking young generation. The help I wish I fucking had and the help I'm giving y'all. What's good? So the first episode, we spoke about a little bit of my history, a little bit of why it's so hard for young men in our society. Second episode, gave y'all some advice on health, why health is important, why having physical health, a connection with God, a connection with relationships. Uh, Your purpose is so important as a young man and why that's going to help you succeed. Today, I want to talk about sacrificing and why it's so fucking important 
to have fucking hard times. So let's fucking go. Let's get straight fucking into it. It is so fucking hard nowadays for young men to understand why it's so fucking important to have hard times, to have things they need to sacrifice, to not have all the pretty shit. Our society likes to fame all the feminine stuff, all the feminine stuff before the actual real shit, the nice cars, the nice fucking jewelry, the nice fucking money, the nice fucking house. And then what happens? Where does it lead to? We just have a society that has a bunch of divorces, a bunch of unhappy people, a bunch of men killing themselves, a bunch of men acting like fucking pussy ass bitches, a bunch of people that are just not fucking happy. And one of the main fucking reasons is because men are too afraid because they never learned how to sacrifice. They never learned that it is crucial. I remember when I was a kid, it was so fucking hard for me to work hard. The concept in my brain did not simply go fucking anywhere. It didn't go through my fucking brain. It didn't go, I didn't have the idea of, why would I fucking go to work? I don't have a purpose. Yeah, if you don't have a fucking purpose, then you're never going to work hard. You're never going to understand that you need to fucking build something. You need to build an empire. You need to fucking go to work, get paid, whatever the case is. So you have to sacrifice it. You have to fucking build. You have to fucking desire. It's really hard for young men to put themselves in a position when in a position to just hurt. Because we get super feminized from our moms, bless their hearts. My mom used to, when I was going through pain, I was going through financial issues. Oh, here's a little bit of money. Oh, here's a kiss and a hug. Oh, it'll be okay. What a father would do is, I'll give you some advice, but you're going to have to fucking do the hard work. But because we don't have strong leaders, strong men, we're outnumbered by pussies in our society. Literally and also just fucking metaphorically. Everyone's a fucking pussy and we're led by fucking pussies. So we can't have a clear understanding of why it's so important to sacrifice. That's why I got back into religion is because a lot of religions preach that you need to fucking hurt. You need to fucking go through chaos in order for there to be a transformation, right? You can't have a transformation. You can't lose a bunch of weight without it hurting. You can't make a sacrifice to lose a bunch of fat without it hurting, without it being annoying to eat less. You can't have a fucking amazing body, uh, a body you're proud of, without tearing your fucking muscles apart, without fucking getting stronger and sacrificing. You can't have a fucking six-figure business that you scale to eventually and become an entrepreneur without sacrificing. We are too comfortable in our society. We are too comfortable in the Western world to get it through our heads that it is necessary for young men to just have a hard time. Now we just get coddled. Everything is easy for us. We got self-driving cars. We got fucking Uber Eats. We got fucking the most plush pillows. We got climate control. We got people that fucking just, we're at the point now we're gonna have fucking robots wiping our asses because we can't fucking do it ourselves. We live in a, a feminized world and it's not helping our young men. It's not going where we want these young men, where we want societies to be. We want societies to be strong.
That's why when there's a war, like my family's, I'm from Ukraine, my family's from Ukraine. What is the first thing the government says? If there's a war, if you're from the age of 18 to 60, or was it 21 to 60, you can't leave if you're a man. Women and children, y'all can leave, but men can't. Why? Because the men are the one that fight, right? But we live in a crisscross fucking world where there is this in, in, imbalance. Everyone wants to be equal. Everyone wants to be equal and they don't understand how there's a natural imbalance between men and women. There's a natural balance. There's a natural yin and yang. There's a natural black and white. So men need to sacrifice. They need to sacrifice with your life. They need to sacrifice your desires because your true purpose a human's true purpose is to simply live their life good, give back good, preach, preach what's in their hearts, and then work. But that work has to be chaotic. That work has to be struggle. Everybody struggles, but everyone runs away from it as soon as they struggle. And it, it's the simple struggles too. It's the simple struggles, not just in war, but like, just getting up and making your bed, just getting up at six o'clock and going for a walk. I remember it was so fucking hard for me when I was younger, when I was just 21 trying to figure it out, just to fucking wake up at six o'clock and get my day started with a walk. Cause that shit was a sacrifice. I wanted to sleep in, I wanted to get cuddled. I want to just fucking feel, feel like, uh, like it's comfortable. Comfortable men do not make a strong society. Your purpose doesn't have to be to lead your society to the next fucking dynasty. Your purpose should only be if you're having fucking trouble as a young man is to fucking get up in the morning. It's to go to the fucking gym. It's to get fucking fit. These simple fucking things that you need to sacrifice, you need to feel pain. Because with pain, with chaos, with sacrifice, with hurt, with Anguish, those come lessons, man. That comes experience. That's why an elder is so important in our society as well. But we're so fucking crisscross motherfucking applesauce that all our fucking elderly now is in fucking retirement homes. They have all the fucking knowledge, all the fucking wisdom, or they're supposed to. We don't even fucking see them. They're gone. They're retired. They're in fucking Naples, Florida. They saying fuck you because society is so fucking crazy upside down. Sacrificing is super fucking important. It's important for you to do things every single day. I just love the way like Jordan Peterson and like David Goggins speak about like sacrificing. You got to do something every single day, whether it's big or small. Go to a gym session. People love doing that. Or take a cold shower. Another sacrifice. Or meal prep. That's another sacrifice. Or count your calories or go for a long walk, or read a book. There's so many things that you don't wanna do in your life that's going to build and build and build, and then in five, 10 years, 15 years, that's when you're gonna to start to see the, the benefits and the rewards from it. But we live in a feminist society where it's fucking hard to just have patience. Sacrifice and patience come together well because we want, we listen to these rappers 
about talking about fucking bitches, doing drugs, getting money, all these fucking things are a quick hit. You know what's fucking hard? You know what's fucking hard is going to fucking work for the same job for 20 years. My father-in-law has been going to the same job for 25 years. Bless his heart. He works like a fucking dog every single day, 60 hours, maybe even more than that, every single fucking day. He has one day off. And what does he do that one day? Fucking just relax. Now our fucking young men, even I had a hard time when I was younger. I'm like, damn, I got to fucking work. I got to get a fucking job. That's going to be fucking tough. Dude, our ancestors killed fucking woolly mammoths. Our fucking ancestors crossed fucking whole continents. Our fucking ancestors dealt without plumbing, air conditioning, cars, fucking food. Our ancestors were fucking savages. And now poor little fucking, little fucking Sam, whatever. Sorry if you're a Sam. Poor little fucking Sam can't just fucking make his own fucking food. I have to call fucking Uber Eats McDonald's. Two for one Whopper. Like, bitch, please. We're living this fucking puffed up, pillow fluff, marshmallow, fucking cuddly wubbly fucking society where we don't want to sacrifice. That is the only fucking thing, the main fucking thing. If you want to get to the next level, if you want to just get away from suffering as a man, it's to just fucking suffer. It's to purposefully suffer. Just like Jesus purposefully suffered on the cross. Just like Jesus in, in the face of people saying like, here, take some drugs while you're on the cross. It's going to help with your pain. Here, say this, say that you are the son of God. Here, say this, do this. He purposely suffered. He purposely sacrificed. And it's just a great mentor to have the, the outlook of how a man should be. A man should be one that stands by his word. The one man that sacrifices you don't have to fucking feel good about it. You shouldn't feel fucking good about it every fucking day. I remember when I was a young kid, when I was going through like problems, when I was 18, 19, I was like, you know what? I'm having a hard life. I'm just going to smile every single day. But it's just a fucking, it's a fucking ruse. It's a fucking, it's a fucking bugazi fugazi. You can't fucking smile every single day. I don't want to fucking do shit every single day, but I just got to. And you can have whatever perspective you want on it, but you just got to get the work done. We live in a society that mental health is fucking rampant. Mental depression. So many people feel like they're suicidal. They're depressed. I'll be depressed too if I have no fucking purpose. I'll be depressed too if I can't preach my word. I'll be depressed too if I'm laying in bed scrolling when I come home from work, from school. You got no, nothing to fucking do. Just like my mom always fucking said when she came from Ukraine, she immigrated, she's like, I don't got time for depression. You don't think I have bad days? I don't got time for depressed. Depressed? Shit, I gotta fucking eat. I don't got no time for depression. We live in a society where it's like, you're gonna give you fucking pills for depression. Shit. There's people that actually have chemical imbalances. There's people that actually have depression. But don't fucking ruin it for those people when you call your pussy ass moves by like, not wanting to work at a fucking subway when you're 16. Don't call that fucking depression. There's actual people out there hurting 
with actual depression. We live in a society that just loves to pamper us because it's convenient. It's convenient. You don't have energy, have a coffee. You can't sleep, have a zany. You can't do this, here's a shortcut. You can't have, you can't lose weight. How fucking hard is it to fucking lose weight, bitch? If you're fucking fat, you're the one that got yourself fat. No one fucking put fucking food down your fucking mouth. Take that fucking mouth shut for a day. You'll be fucking fine. Last year I did a seven day water fast. There's people out here doing 30 day water fasts. But it's the inability to suffer. It fucking hurts. Boredom is good. You need to be bored. Get fucking bored out of your fucking mind. I remember smoking weed so much two years ago. I got so sick of it. I remember having like a $700 fucking volcano vape. And I got so fucking sick of me smoking. I got a hammer one day and I fucking broke that shit apart. That was fucking painful. Know what I did? I didn't fucking use that shit again. I didn't buy that shit ever again. I remember last year being on my phone, being stuck on social media, not being able to fucking make moves with my career. I fucking stopped using my phone and I bought a fucking dumbass flip phone for like a few months. That should change my brain. You need to sacrifice, you need to suffer. You need to put purposeful pain in your life. We don't have an understanding of why it's okay to be bored. Nowadays, it's like weird. Oh, I'm so bored. What do I do? Don't do anything. Don't do anything for a fucking hour and then see, see what your brain tells you. God or your brain is gonna be like, shit, I gotta fucking make my bed. Shit, I gotta fucking get a job. Shit, I gotta go to the fucking gym. Shit, I gotta make some fucking food. But when you're fucking endlessly scrolling on fucking social media, when you're with fucking bad friends, when you're watching breaking news, fucking of the government, when you're, when you're doing all this bullshit, you're just getting the quick fix. Sacrificing, sacrificing is like the person that put himself 40 pounds overweight and now goes to a doctor and tells the doctor, hey, I wanna lose weight, let me get lipo. Tells the doctor, hey, let me get some fucking fat loss pills. There's no accountability. There's no accountability today. There's no responsibility, accountability. There's no fucking self-reflection. Look at yourself in the mirror, you fat bitch. I'm fucking, I was 300 pounds two months ago. I quit fucking weed after smoking weed for seven fucking years. Straight, almost spending three hundred dollars a fucking month on fucking weed, and I decided that's not my fucking life anymore. I used to be my fucking fittest. I'm two eighty right now. I lost twenty pounds in the past like two two and a half months. I was at my fittest three years ago, and I met my girl, and I was one ninety. But because I gave myself permission, I was at my most successful in my career two years ago. I was making six figures of personal training but I gave myself permission not to suffer. I told myself I'm in so much pain, mental pain, fucking training with clients, fucking my joints hurting, not taking care of myself, working too fucking hard, I'm just gonna smoke weed. Then my day, ah, I deserve this weed. You know what that did? Made me overeat, fucked up my sleep, fucked up my relationship, fucked up my hormones, fucked up my libido, fucked up my lungs, fucked up my finances, so fucking much, because I didn't want to be in pain. So next time, You got a fucking challenge ahead of you. You got something you want to do. Something I use for inspiration is my fucking ancestors, bro.
your fucking ancestors brought you to this world, not to be a fucking punk ass bitch complaining about, damn, I can't fucking, oh, my back hurts. My back hurts fucking too. My back hurts in doing this fucking podcast right now. I'm gonna go fucking stretch out for this to make food. Like, we spend so much of our fucking time. Dude, the, the simple concept of Uber Eats just fucking blows my motherfucking mind. If you're fucking, if you're fucking paying $15, if you're making $15, $20 an hour, working at your, at your job, and then you spend an hour of your time making that 20 bucks, and then you fucking order Uber Eats that costs 25, 30, you eat that shit in 10 minutes, you spend an hour of your fucking life. You can make the same exact food for $4. Know how cheap it is to make a burger? You can make a burger at home for like three fucking bucks. But that takes work, right? But it's a sacrifice in the work that eventually leads to you working on that patience to eventually you saving that money so you can build the life that you want. But the hardest thing as a young man is finding these connections. The, the, the hardest thing for me was understanding that I got to start somewhere. And for me, starting was going to the gym. When I was fucking obese, I was like 250 pounds when I was 14 years old, like 5'10", 250, 240 pounds, lost 50 pounds, 55 pounds that summer. And the reason why is because I was like, damn, I just want to fucking suffer at the gym. I didn't fucking know at the time. I just wanted to change. But that led to a transformation. That led to who I am now. What if I didn't make that decision? I would have just been a complaining fucking pig complaining about all my fucking problems. No one wants to hear your problems as a man. I remember fucking three years ago being super fucking feminine with my fucking fiance. She was my girlfriend at the time, but I remember her, like, um, I remember her, I, I wanted her to like agree with like my career path or I wanted her to agree on like, I don't know, certain like choices in my life. I remember you, I remember fucking crying because she didn't agree with me. I remember fucking complaining, oh, life is fucking hard. Like, our lives are not fucking hard. If you live in a fuck, if you live in fucking America in a Western civilized culture, your life is not fucking hard. Your problems are minuscule, minuscule. You get stimulus checks when there's COVID. My family in Ukraine did not get stimulus checks. I got fucking three stimulus checks, a total of like fucking $2,000 for fucking free. For fucking free. What the fuck did I do to deserve stimulus checks? I didn't do shit. I fucking stayed, up, stayed fucking home watching Netflix and chilling. The fuck did I do? My fucking job at the time was giving me money for those three months we had quarantined. What the fuck did I do to deserve that? I didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> we live in this fucking soft ass society. And the only way you can, you can change your fucking mindset on the soft ass society is taking the next fucking step of purposefully sacrificing. And you can start fucking small. It's hard to go from, uh, it was hard for me to go from Petro obese to Petro fitness trainer to Petro podcast to speaking about life. But what I fucking started with is take care of your health. Go watch the number two of my podcast and just like do some of the health suggestions. Just go to the fucking gym. Start by going to the gym for 10 minutes. I remember Terry Crews was giving advice on one of his podcasts and he said, when I was trying to get fit, all I would fucking do, he said, I would just check in the gym. I would check in the gym, I'd go to the bathroom, I'd check right out. If you can't go to the fucking gym, you don't have enough fucking patience to go to the gym for 10 minutes, 
Just go fucking sign in. Go grab a fucking some water at the water fountain and get out. Start sacrificing small things. Start by going on a five minute walk. Start start by reading a book about your 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 job that you want to do. Start by if you want a fucking wife one day with kids. Start by going to church, meeting fucking good girls, not this Tinder bullshit. The worst fucking women and men. If you're a woman watching this podcast that you'll ever meet, is fucking Tinder. People that fucking go on Tinder, and I had a Tinder fucking pro account. I was paying fucking for Tinder. I used to live in New York when I was 21. I was, I had the fucking platinum of, platinum of Tinder. I was a Tinder professional, Tindering away, swiping, swiping. That shit leads you to a black hole. As a man, you have to sacrifice and be patient for what you want, and everything around you is distraction. Women are distractions, money is a distraction. Even this concept of entrepreneurship of like, I'm gonna be a millionaire tomorrow is a distraction. What you need to do is you need to do what's in front of you. You need to take a cold shower, go to the gym, write, a, write in your fucking journal, read a fucking book, record a fucking video, go to your fucking job, talk to fucking people, simple fucking concepts that we do not wanna do. We just wanna fucking do the easy shit. So, fucking ran over. Hope you enjoyed number three, the third episode of the, of my podcast. And let me know how it goes. Let me know if any of this helped you. Love the feedback. Talk to you next time. Peace the fuck out.